1: ¿Estás escuchando Échale Podcast? A podcast where we embrace our Latinidad. The good, the bad, the ugly. You love English? ¿Te encanta el español? Well, we got a whole lot of Spanglish. A storytelling podcast. (laughs) And like my mom used to say, Échale mijo que tú puedes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Echale Podcast, where we're going to go ahead and talk about La Novia de Hollywood today. And why that title? Who's given the title of La Novia de Hollywood? Well, none other than Angelica Vale. So, this episode is dedicated to a very special person, which is Angelica Vale. We're going to go ahead and address a lot of comments made on social media. We're going to go ahead and address um what she has done for me and we're also going to address some negativity and my reaction towards comments made by colleagues uh, which, don't even get me started but we're gonna get to that point Uh, when we get there but I want to go ahead and I, she's not present obviously she doesn't know that I'm going to talk about her and I don't think she'll mind because I have nothing but amazing things to say but I'm gonna go ahead and talk about my first initial reaction when I met Angelica Valle because I think giving a background of what she literally has done for me and for others will kind of give perspective of on who she is is as a human being not an artist as a human being so I met her back in 2020 well the beginning of 2020 I was offered um, n- not even offered the job but I was offered the opportunity to work with her as a producer. And part of that was, hey, you have to meet with her. She has to check out the vibe, see if it's cool or not. And I was all like, "Um, um, okay, I don't mind going and meeting Angelica, ¿vale? I mean, if I don't get the job, at least I met La femas Bella, you know? Like, who didn't grow up with that novela? And Amigas y Rivales, Parodiando, La Parodia, digo. And um, so, of course, I was going to go ahead and meet her. So that's what I did. And I thought the con- and obviously, I'm not a typical shy person, but when I meet somebody new, I definitely am more of an, a listener and an observer. And especially when you're meeting somebody with such a high profile as she. So you tend to intimidate, like, you know, go into your show and you're like, oh, my God, what do I do? What do I say? (laughs) How is she going to react? Every little word that I say, I have to be careful. Um, That way I I, I don't say something bad because at the end of the day, this is an interview. So that's how I I went into it. So I remember having dinner with her and the dinner was at 3 p.m. And well, no, the dinner was at 12, not the dinner, the lunch. It was a lunch. It was at 12 and we stayed till 3 p.m talking. So it was 3 hours of constant talking back and forth that the conversation flowed and um I was like, "Oh my god, this feels comfortable. Like this feels normal and it doesn't feel like I'm talking to a celebrity or a star." Obviously, I have it in the back of my head, but it feels normal. And I thought nothing of it because I'm like, "Well, this is maybe also her being cordial. It's the first time we're meeting." But then she did something amazing. She invited me. This was on a Monday. No, this was... I forgot what day it was. But, or I think it was on a Monday. And on Wednesday, she invited me to a moving movie screening. And I'm like, what? She's inviting me to a movie screening? And it wasn't just a movie screening at a regular place. It was like some place in Hollywood that was... Uh, you know, they they literally rented it out for her and her family and friends to go see Doctor Doodle, Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> Sorry for that. Me English is not very good. Looking like obviously English is my second language. Spanish is my first. Entonces, obviamente, estoy más cómodo hablando el español, pero por ende quiero hablar en inglés para que llegue a todos los rincones del mundo. And unfortunately. A lot of people have um learned English. Uh, pero también lo puedo decir en español, ustedes díganme y yo con gusto también se los hago en español. But I went to the movie screening I met her mom, I met her family, I met her kids, we had a great time, and I was like, oh my god, this this is awesome, I'm hanging out with a with a celebrity, doing celebrity things and whatnot, but at the same time, I'm still scared and nervous about potentially working with somebody, because I don't know how they could be, you obviously meet them, it's like the honeymoon stage, but then you don't know how they're going to be. I remember starting the job, because I accepted it that day, uh, and I still hadn't like, told, my other job i told them the very next day but um i accepted the job offer because it, w- it was quick um the turnaround and i started january 14th 2020 in what is now galley 93.9 and I remember starting off as a producer, I didn't really have much contact with her because there was somebody else on air with her and I was just producing their show. I was learning how to be a producer because I am come from a junior producer background. So I'm trying to get to know her. One thing as a producer, you have to get to know your talent and you have to get to know what they like, what they don't like, um, what stories, what angles they're going you know? So you have to be one step ahead of them in the sense that like, You try to get inside their mind. That way you provide content that is likable to them, but also to the general audience. So obviously there's going to be some things that maybe... the talent is not comfortable sharing, or that's not really their style, style, but it's important for the community, or it's important to mention. So there has to be some balance. But at the end of the day, radio is to entertain. You're informing, but you're mainly entertaining people, especially in the morning drive. So obviously, those that first month was me getting to know her. We, she would invite me to her house, and we would brainstorm. Uh, again, we didn't have a lot of contact when we were in the studio because uh, while she was on air and the other person that was there on air, I was in another room listening and I would go in and in between commercial breaks and I would, uh, you know, hey, that was good. Hey, you know, my, maybe switch this, say this, et cetera, et cetera. So our interaction was minimal even though it was there this was january february but i mean and then we all know what happened march 2020 covid i remember hearing the story In January, we started January 28th. By January 29th, I had already the story and I wanted to talk about it and it was, and the other person who was on air did not. They're like, oh, it's nothing. Like, this is all the way in Japan. This this doesn't pertain to us. And I was like, wait, why not? Like, it's happening in Japan, but it's spreading so fast. No, 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 it's all the way. I mean, not in Japan, in China. My um, bad. <laughs> Don't come after me. It's been a while. And it's late um, at the time that I'm recording this. But they were like, no, it's all the way in China. Like, it's not even relevant to our L.A. community. So then it started spreading by mid... February, it had spread to multiple countries and whatnot. And I'm like, hey, this story. They're like, well, not she. Um, The other person that was on there, no, 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 no. Okay, whatever, whatever. So March came and the world shut down. When the world shut down, I was furloughed. I was uh, essentially let go with the possibility to return. Um, but it wasn't certain. My return date was in April, so I was only supposed to be gone for a month. So I was obviously naive and hopeful. I think because I was naive, I didn't um, look for another job. I think I didn't travel like a lot of people did during the pandemic, even though I should have. Now that I think about it, I'm like, damn, Jose, you are dumb. You could have literally left to Mexico, which is where you would have loved to been, you know, for two months getting paid because obviously I had unemployment. But I, I mean, I've always been like a a studious boy. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm at home. I'm going to go back to work. What am I going to do? I'm going to listen to the show and study it from an outside perspective and see what things that I can improve or, you know, still give them pointers, even though, I mean, I'm not technically working. So come April, I was like, oh, yeah, you know what? My return date is supposed to be this. Uh, You know, I have a week left until I return. I get uh, a notification in the mail from the company. Hey, we have extended your furlough for another month. And I'm like, it's okay. You know what? Whatever. During this month and a half, she would still randomly text me. Hey, I miss you. Checking in. How are you? Which I appreciated. You know, like how many people get a text message, one from a co-worker, two from Angelica Vale. Hey, I miss you. Hope you're doing well. How are you doing? You know, it wasn't just a, I miss you. It was, how are you doing? So that that to me already started, like, you know, giving perspective of the type of woman she is, like that she really cares for her team. And then um come May twenty twenty, I remember it was May 18th, um, like the day before that, they contacted me. Hey, unfortunately, the person that was on air decided to leave. We need you to come back. But they didn't say it like that. They said, Hey, they called me, they're like, We need you to come back tomorrow to work. And I'm like, Yeah, I'm ready. Wow, yes, let's do it. Uh this is the, what I've been waiting for to go back to work and you know continue my dreams to being like being in radio because at the time I wasn't on air I was just producing they're like we need you to come back and produce and I'm like great I'm ready and be on air I'm like wait what like the only on air practice I had was small segments that I did when I was in the previous show and weekends and that was sometimes pre-recorded and I wouldn't be live because I felt like I was going to stumble on my words. So they're like, Well, you're gonna have to do it and I'm like, Well, there's no other way um, because the person who was on air decided to leave. So I was like, you know what? It's a sign. I was talking to my roommate. She's like, Hey, this is a good opportunity. You never know what it'll come from it. At the time the person who told me to come back said, Hey, Um, Just give it your all because you just never know if this is going to become a full-time or like, you know, a permanent because I was already full-time, but as a producer, uh, but a full-time gig being on air with her because, you know, as things get better, they could literally be like, you know what? You don't work. We like you to produce, but we're going to bring somebody in and be essentially the uh, co-host for Angelica So um i remember starting and i was like so nervous i was really nervous because i didn't want to mess up i'm like i'm only going to talk if she like talks to me i'm only going to uh i don't know what we're going to do during commercial breaks because during commercial breaks like you know it's just us two in a room uh, uh what am i going to say like like how how do how how do people have conversations with celebrities? You know all these stupid things going through my head, um, when in reality she just needed somebody to talk to, and that's w- w- how our relationship came to be. Where it was just talking about the dumbest funniest things or hey, this is how I'm feeling. Hey, how are you feeling? Hey, I'm here. I I knew and to this day, my job as a producer because uh, even though I'm on air, I'm a producer first because it's her show. So I'm going to do my best and I know everybody in our team to make her shine because she's already a star. But we want her to keep on shining. Um, so we're gonna do everything we can. So that was my main goal going in. I'm just going to talk when she talks to me. I'm just going to uh, do what she says, but obviously help her along the way with radio because technically I've had more experience in radio, but she's an entertainer by nature. Uh, so she knows that well. so she would just she just needed like technical guidance. Uh, uh, and whatnot and i remember she started acknowledging me little by little and would present me to her her friends and colleagues hey this is jose he's my producer my co-host and it was it was baffling and also kind of i, I don't know how to say it. it was weird to hear that coming from her because i'm like i'm just the producer i'm the, you know i'm not i'm not co-hosting i'm just kind of talking on there. Uh, but she gave me my place without me asking for it. And I think that is so grand on her part. Because if you think about it, it and if you're in a position of power, some people, you know, go on this power trip and they're consumed by dominating everything not willing to share the knowledge not willing to share the power and she was so easy to say it's my show well she never said it's my show you know, within the team. And she to this day, she doesn't. She says it's our show. She m- makes everybody feel like they're part of the show, which they are. She makes them feel welcome. She wants to get them on air. She wants to have them talk. I worked in other shows where it was, it's me and her. You're just here for the moment, you know? And now go back to your cave. And you're just like, oh, okay. I mean, I... i I, I guess and and i've heard from other shows and i've worked on a couple of shows so don't uh, automatically assume it was uh, assume it was my previous show i worked on a couple shows uh as well while working on the previous show but it was very similar it was like it's my show my show once you're done go back to your cave this is where we're at right now with angelica valley it's more of a it's our show. Everybody participate. Everybody has an equal stake in it. Uh, But at the end of the day, we're here to work as a team, to grow to number one. Even though it's La Valle Show, she says it's our show. Uh, So that to me just showed me the kind of person, the kind of woman she is, Um, you know, willing to share, willing to coach. Uh, I never really tried to impersonate people. I never really tried to sing. She kind of got it out of me or I see her doing it so you mimic to a certain extent, but then you try to find your voice. I was trying to find my voice in radio. Um obviously I've sang a couple times. She's like you don't have a bad voice, you just need training. And I'm like huh for somebody to tell me that I'm like, "Oh my god, I always I I've I always loved singing, but nobody's ever told nobody that actually knows who has experience. Obviously, I'm not going to pat myself. I mean, I'm no a dar alas, y decir, "Oye, voy a hacer el próximo Jose Jose." Well, obviously not. Um, but for the people who know me, I did do theater in in college and I did do musical theater. But doing musical theater was always intimidating because I knew I didn't have the technical training as everybody else. So when I tried singing, even though I would hit some notes and they'd be like, OK, B flat. I'm like, what the hell is that? Like, And everybody was like, ah, and I'm like, what am I singing? Um, but anyways, so she showed me her friendship from the beginning, even though she herself was also scared to trust somebody because it's always hard I, I think it's even harder for an artist to trust somebody new into their life because you just never know who's trying to take advantage of of them. So, I I mean, I'm not the type of person. Uh, for the people who know me, I'm not the type of person to be like, "Me voy a colgar de la fama de alguien o me voy a colgar de esto." No, you know, that to me is the least of my of my goals. Like if if there are there are so many other goals that I want to accomplish and that rich is one of them but definitely fame comes with the privilege of being on air but not to the magnitude of fame that she is already at and i personally don't want that um, if it comes at you know when the time comes and if it comes um which, which I doubt. But obviously, knock on wood, you just never know. God works in mysterious ways. But if it comes, ya you cuando know, llegue, ya sabré manejarlo. And I'd obviously have a lot of, people to ask advice from but if it doesn't come i'm okay i'm okay being in radio for the rest of my life i'm okay being on air for the rest of my life in a little small town talking or being on a podcast for the rest of my life because i just love talking and i love communicating and i hope you guys get the sense of communication or lo que me encanta ser that that i'm able to transmit that to you um so her showing me her friendship from the start her sharing her knowledge sharing experiences in her life you know uh allowing me to meet her friends and kind of expand my network because at the end of the day i feel like that equity of networking is so much more greater than than any like you can't really put a price on friendship or on the friends that you meet along the way um where, where else am I going? And then I got to see her in the phase of motherhood because then you also see and hear about uh, artists who are mothers who aren't, you know, you see their kids and you're like, why? Where Where's your mother? You need some spanking or something. ¿Dónde están tus papás? así? And a clear example, and obviously no shade at the family. I'm just going to use it as reference and then kind of move on. Alejandra Guzmán y su hija Frida Sofía there's obviously issues with uh them as mother and daughter and i hope they resolve them soon um uh, because i just I, I mean you see the relationship that angelica has with her mother and you're just, and i have a great relationship with my mother and you're just like damn no i i want every child to have a great relationship with their parents and but i know every situation is different but with her being the daughter of Angélica María, la novia de México. You see a great admiration, respect, sisterhood, uh, friendship that they have. And she is now fostering that within her children. Two beautiful children, uh, Angélica Maciel y Daniel Nicolás. Ten years old, eight years old. Angélica, you know, the fourth Angélica you know in the dinastia she's just like her mother as talented spontaneous curious well more like her grandmother and then danny he's so charming smart um analytical like it, it's so funny like these are her children and she does so much like there's literally there's been so many moments where we're pre-recording stuff and in between talk breaks she's being a mom. Hey, do this, do that. Let me help you with your homework. Let me do this. So, I got to see the ass I got to see Angelica Vale the mother, Angelica Vale the the friend way before I got to experience Angelica Vale the star. And what do I mean by that? Obviously, there's people who call and are in awe of talking to Angelica Vale on air. But you don't really feel the magnitude of her presence or of, of her trayectoria until you're out and about with the public. And you see how much the public loves and gravitates towards her. And wants to take a picture, wants to be in the presence of. So when I say I was, I'm thankful that she allowed me to see the the daughter, the the mother, the friend, and I always say la mujer. Way before I got to witness the artist, it's something that I will forever appreciate. Obviously, I am always going to be a fan because, genuinely, I did grow up with. La Fea Más Bella, Amigas y Rivales, Soñadoras, uh, and various other projects that she's done. Um, And also, funny enough, I knew of Angelica Vale way before Angelica Maria. Like, I literally did not know they were mother and daughter until Google search happened. And I was uh, like, who is Angelica Vale's mom while she was doing La Fea Más Bella? And it's like, oh, what? The mom is doing the role as the mom in a novela, which I had never seen before um and then you find out like wait it's not just her mom like she's a legend she's a legend she's coined uh la novia de mexico etc etc all right so now that i gave a little bit of a background of who angelica vale is and why i admire her so much why i respect her so much uh i definitely want to go ahead and get into la novia de hollywood so angelica vale was coined la novia de hollywood on the day that she received her star on the hollywood walk of fame but i will bring you all those details and all that cheesement because it's some real good tea right after this break Hola, ¿qué tal? Te saluda José Quintero y espero que estés disfrutando de este capítulo de Echale Parqueas. Pero vamos a platicar de un tema que te va a encantar porque si eres padre de familia, si eres estudiante o si eres maestro o maestra, pon mucha atención porque te quiero contar sobre la beca nacional de hacer de McDonald's. Desde 1985 McDonald's ha otorgado más de 33 millones de dólares en becas y esta vez no va a ser la excepción porque este año McDonald's está dando 500 mil dólares en becas y puedes ganarte una beca de hasta 100 mil dólares pero ahora más que nunca ayudar a estudiantes hispanos a ser más que las generaciones anteriores a ser más de lo que creían ser capaz y a hacer más de lo que pensaban que era posible por sí mismos, por su gente, por su cultura y por un mejor futuro. Para más información sobre la beca nacional Hacer de McDonald's, visita mcdonalds.com diagonal Hacer Aprende más, porque puedes ganar una de 30 becas.
0: Ser diagnosticado con diabetes lo cambia todo. No solo cómo te alimentas, también cómo vives tu vida. Y siento que Walgreens realmente lo entiende. Desde mi farmacéutica Sofía tan amable y lista para ayudar, hasta los recursos expertos y ayuda con mis medicamentos. Esto no sería fácil sin su apoyo. Ahora mi diabetes no me controla, la controlo yo. Si necesitas hablar sobre la diabetes, Walgreens está aquí. Maneja tu diabetes hoy en Walgreens.com Diabetes.
1: Hola, ¿qué tal? Te saludo José Quintero de Échale Podcast. Y te quiero contar que este episodio de Échale es presentado por McDonald's. El McRib ha vuelto pero está en su tour de despedida y como una buena banda musical que se despide y se despide, no sabemos si en verdad se va a despedir. Es momento de celebrar este sándwich icónico, desde su sabrosa salsa barbecue hasta sus pepinillos. No te olvides de agregar servilletas cuando te comas tu último McRib, ya sea para limpiarte las lágrimas o la salsita barbecue. Disfruta cada bocado salsocito como si fuera tu último McRib El tour de despedida del McRib está pasando en McDonald's Y definitivamente no te quieres perder de esto Yo sé que ahí voy a estar disfrutando de mi último McRib ¿Qué esperas? Ve por el tuyo hoy mismo McDonald's, I'm loving it Alright, welcome back And we're about to go ahead and talk to you guys About La Novia de Hollywood, Angélica Vale And because... She received her Hollywood Walk of Fame star last Thursday, November 10th. Um, yeah, November 10th, 2022, way a day before her actual birthday, November 11th. So 11, 11, right? Shit, that was their angelic numbers. And I first want to address a lot of the comments on social media. Well, not even a lot, because there's definitely out of out of 10 comments, one or two are bad and then, well, one is probably bad, and then one is questioning, like, why does she deserve a star, like, why doesn't her mom get a star, and I'm like, her mom already had a star, her mom received her star in 2017, what do you mean, like, do people pay for the star and all this other stuff, and, uh, well, let me give you guys a little bit of a background, so there's three categories or that I know of. There's television, well, no, television, radio, music and theater that you can get a star for. You can get a star for any of those f- categories, right? The Hollywood Walk of Fame has been They're like, well, the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce has proudly hosted the globally iconic Hollywood Walk of Fame since 1960. The chamber exists to transform businesses and improve lives and obviously maintain the Hollywood spirit by offering stars to people who obviously deserve it you have to go through a selection process there's a whole committee and they have to basically see hey does this person deserve a star in the hollywood walk of fame what have they done what are their accolades under what category there's a whole uh, packet that you have to fill out essays on essays and i know because i tried to get um uh, people, uh, st- so, uh, like, you know, where I previously worked, we tried to get them a star for radio because they also deserve it. They do for their trajectory being on air for more than, well, about 20 years almost. Um, So I was in charge of the packet. I was in charge of filling out all the information. So I know it's a lot that you have to gather. And then you have to put it uh, amongst a board of like 10 people, and they have to decide whether or not you... Qu- qualify or not and if you qualify then they'll notify you and if they when they notify you there is also an agreement that there's a fee uh, I think I don't know what the fee is now but five, four years ago when I was doing this application for uh, for Omari Argelia, uh, it was $30,000 and people are like oh you're basically paying for your star let me do a quick comparison when for all the people who are Greek and who went to college and we are in a Latino organization, or whether you be Panhellenic or IFC, which are your mainstream organizations, there is a fee to be in uh, the fraternity. We paid for Sigma Lambda Beta. We paid about $250 annual, annual, annually, I believe. Or it was a quarterly. I don't know. It probably is annually. 250 there are other organizations that paid 1500 a year, and people would always criticize us, oh my God, you're paying for your friends and all this other stuff. If you think about it from a business perspective, those $250 for our fraternity obviously was smaller because we had smaller members in comparison to other larger organizations who have been around for almost a century versus us, we've been around since 1986. That went, uh, to pay for insurance every time we did an event if something happened to any of the brothers that went towards um covering those accidental fees and anybody who's in a organization knows that these could happen and um, it went to provide scholarships for other other um other brothers etc cetera, etc cetera. so we're able to understand that so every time people say like oh you're buying for buying friends i'm like well no there's a fee to be a part of a club when you get older and you want to join a gym you're going to understand that there's a fee for you to try to be fit whether because you could honestly do it at your house for free but you don't you go to a gym right so similarly to pay for a hollywood uh, star there's a fee to maintain it why do you think donald trump every time people destroyed his star there was oh there. It, it always got fixed because that fee covers the maintenance of the star who cleans the streets, who cleans the stars. It provides jobs, everybody for a lifetime, you know, for, for I mean, for Rasa at the end of the day, like who's out there cleaning the stuff. It's our Rasa. All right. We got over. We got over the fee. Let me go ahead and address what she received it for. A lot of people are like, oh my gosh, she's only done La Femas Bella y Soñadoras. Does that really merit a star? I'm like, if we talk about those two projects alone, how many people's lives did it not impact? Las Soñadoras y Amigas y Rivales. Honestly, it taught me a lot while I was growing up as a teen and watching those novelas. But La Femas Bella, if you even Google it, you will see that the most streamed finale of a novela is La Femas Bella. In the history of novelas, there's probably like the most streamed or the most viewed is a soccer match. But after that in Mexico of course, after that it was um it was La Femas Bella two two all right let me read this for you angelica vale is the latin queen of stage comedy regarded as the tina fey and carol burnett of spanish language entertainment vale is the most recognized mexican comedic uh, comedic actress and a true triple threat on a live stage on a live stage, you guys. She literally started her career at two years old. By the age of five, she was on stage doing theatrical performances. How many has she done? Remember, she received this Hollywood star because of her theatrical um, performances. She's done over 500 live theater productions and thousands of hours on stage. She's not only been in novelas, She's also been in Disney animated Oscar-winning hits like Coco. She was also in Ice Age, in the Spanish language. Okay, let's take our ignorance out. We hear them here in the United States in English by the original actors. Think of, I don't know, in Spain, um, all of Latin America, Mexico, Colombia, Uh, I don't know, Chile, Argentina, you you name it. How many kids that grew up with Angelica Vale being the voice of the mammoth in Ice Age only know her as the voice of the mammoth in Ice Age or as Mama Imelda? We're ignorant and privileged, you can say, to get the original actor. But for thousands, millions, I don't know if billions, because you know we just hit 8 billion on this planet, Angelica Vale is the voice in a lot of these animated shows. Una Pelicula de Huevos. Who did not grow up with Una Pelicula de Huevos? You know, if you haven't, uh, look it up. It, it, it's hilarious. Uh, I'm getting tired of kind of justifying, but I wanted to do this. I wanted to, uh, 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 because people question why she deserves a star. It, it, she deserves it because she deserves it, you know? So many Latinos here in the United States love being able to be connected with their roots. Angelica Vale is that. Not only she did Ugly Betty, Mamá Imelda, Ice Age, uh, Una Película de Huevos, Amigas y Rivales, Soñadoras. Uh, She was in, oh my God, she was in, for a lot of people who love theater, what is this show, the one where Anne Hathaway was in? You guys know. If you guys know what theatrical um, show, Les Miserables. She was in Les Miserables, you guys. She's done every theater. She was in Chicago. Like for crying out loud! Like I feel like she just has to do Wicked, and she's done them all. She's been on HBO Bake Off, but she's also the head coach for Univision reality talent competition Me Suena returning for a third season. Like this, this woman has been featured in twenty featured films. She literally. Played Vicente Fernandez's uh, daughter when she started off as a, uh, uh, you know, as an actor. She has 25 music albums, 30 stage productions to include the off-Broadway run, oh, the vagina monologues. You know, she's lived in L.A. She's a tireless activist on Mayor Garcetti's community outreach. You know, like, she's literally have done it all. If and, y para, y, o sea, si, por si fuera poco, she was awarded a uh, the Medalla de Cortes for being personality of the year because her personality shines on TV or on a mic for everybody. <sighs> so that was what I wanted to address in regards to why she deserves this. Obviously, she doesn't need nobody to uh, defend her. She can defend herself, and she lets her work defend her herself. But I wanted to do it because I truly, genuinely care for her. Uh, I always said that in my previous job, I learned how the, the the technicality of radio. And when I left that job, and even to a certain extent during that job, I was falling out of l- love for the passion. And Angelica's light and uh, char- charisma made me re-fall in love with my craft and with radio. And I'm like, yes, okay, uh, I was getting discouraged because I wasn't Feeding off the right energy. She is energy all around. <laughs> There's no denying it. You know, she's an active supporter of the Hollywood charity community and has... You have... Okay, we're talking about charity. I don't even want to get into how much money she's donated for charities and for people who literally just hit her up for money. And I'm like, no, don't give up. I'm very like, godo like that. But when she she she's helped so many people and she won't even mention them and i won't mention them because it's not my place to do but just know that so many people out there who give her thanks low-key i have never come forth she will never say what she's done um, but i've been a witness to how much money she's donated to so many families here in the united states and in mexico Again, 300 TV programs in her repertoire. Now, I also want to address a specific comment uh, done from a colleague in in radio. And I think it is unbelievable that he did this. I think it is disrespectful. Siento que es un cobarde. Siento que... (laughs) Uh, I don't even know. I mean, I'm going to talk about him because he deserves to be acknowledged because I don't care if it is your prerogative or if that's your thing to talk shit and to, you know, create chisme. But Jay Cruz, who's on The Real, and if y'all want to go listen to him, go freaking listen to him. But keep in mind that's... I don't know if he's a troll. I don't know what he does. I've never heard, listened to him. I grew up on banda. So, um, you know, banda and pop all the way. And obviously now reggaeton. So I never really grew up in the hip-hop. So I don't know how he is as a person. I don't know how he is as a radio host. Si me han contado that he's a troll. He likes to talk shit. That's his thing. Hella disrespectful. One, you're attacking a colleague. Two, you're attacking a woman. Three, not only did you attack a woman on social media, behind, like, on a phone. If you're going to talk shit, come to the station and tell her. A ver si así tienes los huevos para decirle algo. And three, you... Te metiste con su hijo. You literally said... You commented on a picture and you said, why is this kid wearing a pajama? He was wearing a suit, you asshole. And then two... um, You were basically on the comments saying, oh, she paid for the star. Like, big boy didn't have to pay for a star. I'm sorry. (laughs) You know? Y creo que también es latino. Y digo, güey, it, it be your own people. It be your own people. Like, stop being so petty. Stay in your lane or get in our lane. But we can get in our lane together. You know how much shit we could get done as Latinos just supporting each other? Shout out to Leti, who's on Power 106, and she is one of those Latinas who is like, yo, I'm here for it. I'm here for the raza. I'm here for uh, um, the people, and I'm here to support. Because at the end of the day, we're not going to get away from the stigma of, oh, uh, Latino's worst enemy is another Latino. Like, can we get away from that? Because with your actions, you're just proving this statement and we're we're in 2022 like we can move past that but anyways you guys thank you guys for sticking through oh my god how many minutes has this has been okay 39 minutes thus far well or a little bit more um but i do want to go ahead and leave you with these audio clips of people who love her and i got the chance to be in the presence of and it was amazing. It, so I'm going to go ahead and just tell you her husband, Otto Padron, her mom, who one, had some words to say, Angélica Maria, uh, Gustavo, who is a friend from El Cea, who came all the way from Portugal to see the star, uh, Adamari Lopez, Omar Chaparro, Lucy Chaparro, who you're going to hear audios from, um, Gaby Rivero, which I love, Gaby Rivero, I got the opportunity to meet, um, Ayaya, Ay, La Maestra Jimena, I got to, a chance to Meet her for some period of time. Um, Who else was in these videos? Uh, Her best friend, Karina, Luisa, uh, uh, Angelica, La Tocaya Angelica Vivian. Um, Some of her fans that came to La Valle Reventón. I didn't even get into the details, but that shit was amazing. Like the Val de Reventon was literally the shit, like eighties and nineties music. And you think like, oh, boring old people music. Hell no, this is the fucking music that we grew up listening to cleaning the our fucking house. So it was hella nostalgic. So it was freaking amazing. Um, what else? Uh, who else did I get in here? I tried to get Jaime Camille, but he was super busy, but he was there. Oh, Pepe Aguilar. Um, I didn't get Kate Del Castillo, but she was there too. You know, like all these people, Johnny Lozada, Johnny Lozada was, did he? Did, yes, I did get him. But anyways, this is La Novia de Hollywood getting her star. Uh, some few words from her, too. That's what they coined her. Su mamá es la novia de México. Ella, la novia de Hollywood. Here are the audios. And thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe. Uh, don't forget to share, please share it. Like we're trying to get to more downloads. Y no va a pasar si no me ayudas. Okay? <laughs> Thank you.
0: Nadie se le
2: pregunta eso minutos antes de una estrella, hijo.
1: ¿Cómo te sientes? Ay, todavía no sé. Qué me qué corre por respecto cuerpo.
2: Estoy muy emocionada, pero no sé si ya quiero que pase todo para irme a mi casa, o sea, creo que es nervio. Porque ya me quiero ir a mi casa. Pero por otro lado, quiero que dure mucho y sé que se ve rápido. Y entonces, ay, no sé, todavía no sé, todavía no sé. Sigo como ayer, todavía no sé, o bueno, como hoy en la mañana. Una palabra, orgulloso, orgulloso de ti, amor, orgulloso de lo que, lo que estás haciendo, a dónde has llegado y porque te lo mereces. Te amo, soy feliz y soy el hombre más orgulloso del mundo, te amo.
1: Gonzalo, bueno, tenemos a alguien especial desde Portugal, algunas palabras para nuestra querida Angélica Vale.
0: Bueno, las palabras que puedo decir a Angélica como su hermano y no la veía hace 30 años, es que en 30 años ha crecido mucho y es mi hermana, la amo mucho y se lo merece todo
2: y Portugal está con ella en esta, eso se lo garantizo.
0: Pues felicitarla, es una, una grande de la comedia. Y estamos muy orgullosos de verlas estar aquí. Tuvimos que cancelar algunas cositas porque era prioridad para nosotros ser testigos de, de esto.
1: Qué felicidad, qué bonito hablaron todos. Felices. Felices. Lucy.
0: Ay, se siente hermoso, se siente estar en casa. Eh, mi corazón está en México y aquí se siente México. Estoy feliz porque esta gente es nuestra familia.
2: No, pues la felicito infinitamente a mi querida y gran amiga y colega, mi querida Angélica. Fue un placer haber estado aquí contigo. En este día tan importante, no nada más para ti, sino para todos los latinos Y el eh, negocio del espectáculo latino Así es que muchas felicidades yo te bendiga Baby, tú sabes que te quiero y me quedo corto este, Desde el primer momento que te conocí hace muchísimos años Cuando tenías aproximadamente nueve años Sabes que nuestra química se volvió súper Aunque nuestra diferencia de edad en aquel momento era muy grande Ahora no lo es Porque tú sabes, desde que hicimos las amigas y rivales Nos hemos penetrado y le hemos pasado muy bien. Mi vida, tú sabes que te quiero, te felicito. Eh, me siento extremadamente orgulloso de lo que te está pasando, de, la, de, lo, de todas las cosas que tú has cumplido. Y esta estrella, de verdad, baby, ¡te la comiste! Te mando un beso. ¡Mua!
0: Mi querida Angélica, te amo y soy tan feliz de haber podido acompañarte en este momento tan especial. Me siento muy orgullosa de ti, de tus logros, de tu familia, de todo lo que has podido hacer y todo lo que te falta todavía. Así que muchas felicidades. Que celebres no solo este día, sino todos los días y mañana, sobre todo, en el día de tu cumpleaños. Te amo mucho. Tú eres la razón
2: que yo quiero ser ¿Me das una foto? Claro, hermosa, por supuesto.
0: Ay, muchas
2: felicidades, mi reina. Estás en la flor de tu edad, tienes muchísimo talento, mucho que aportar todavía en el mundo del espectáculo porque desde que naciste ya naciste con tu estrella. Así que estoy feliz por ti, qué buen regalo esta estrella de Hollywood, eres un orgullo de México y te quiero
0: muchísimo. Felicidades, te lo mereces.
1: Luisa, algunas palabras para Angélica.
0: Pues, Angélica, yo te amo con toda mi alma. Estoy súper agradecida por todas las oportunidades que me has dado a mí. También, pues, you know, ir a Miami, estar contigo, estar al lado tuyo, ver cómo eres tú como una persona, gran persona. Eh, Tú eres como... How do you say it? Like uh, you're like an angel because um, you're the same humble as you are on TV as you are in real life. Like you stop for everyone that to take a picture with you, and I think that's amazing because I wouldn't, but you do. So that's amazing. I love you. You're awesome. Love you. Okay, quería clarificar la situación. Lo que yo quería decir es que, por ejemplo, si tengo que estar en un evento o algo así, uh, no sé, a las at de la tarde, y ya son las. 4 y 45, pues ya me tengo que ir, entonces tengo que decirte, hey, ya me tengo que ir, perdón, no fotos, el próximo, y yeah, así.
1: Y eso fue Luisa, que no se quiere tomar fotos con la gente, everybody. <risa> <risa> y esto es La Vale Show Recap.
2: Ay, amiguita, ¿qué te puedo yo decir que no te haya dicho antes? Sabes la admiración que te tengo desde el día que nos conocimos. Ese día supe que hoy, que llegaríamos hasta hoy juntas. Me siento muy orgullosa de ser tu hermana, de haberte conocido, de haber coincidido en esta vida. Y sé que nos faltan muchísimas cosas y muchísimos triunfos por vivir. Así que disfruta este momento, disfruta tu estrella, disfruta tus triunfos, que yo los voy a disfrutar contigo. Te amo con todo mi corazón. Happy, happy birthday y felicidades por tu maravillosa estrella que sé que es de todos. Te amo.
1: Angélica, quiero agradecerte infinitamente por confiar en mí, por aceptarme en tu familia, por permitirme realmente conocer a la mujer, a la madre, a la esposa, antes que la artista. O sea, yo soy fan de Angélica Vale, la artista, soy fan De Angélica Vale, la cantante, pero creo que soy más fan de la Angélica Vale, la mujer, la mamá, la amiga, la confidente. Gracias por todas las oportunidades, por permitir que este niño siga soñando y haciendo sus sueños realidad aquí al lado. O sea, nunca imaginen mi vida. Desde chiquillo que yo quería trabajar en el mundo del espectáculo, en mi vida pensé que la persona que me iba a dar la oportunidad de estar al aire con ella era Angélica Vale. Entonces, gracias infinitamente.
2: Bueno, ¿qué te puedo decir, Angie? Yo estoy muy emocionada de estar aquí contigo en este día tan especial para ti. Y bueno, pues también celebrando tu cumpleaños, que, ay no, otro año más que me toca celebrar contigo. Y la verdad, estoy muy emocionada de estar aquí en The Hard Rock con Matute, celebrando tu estrella, tu cumpleaños. ¿Qué más puedo decir? Eres una persona literal, como te ven en la tele, eres eres una persona con un gran corazón, Ay, me vas a hacer chillar. Me, me abriste la puerta de tu casa, del trabajo, sin conocerme, me diste, siempre me has apoyado en todo, nunca me has dicho que no. Voy a chillar. Me has defendido con uñas y todo, los que saben, saben. Pero qué puedo decir, solo te quiero agradecer por ser la persona que eres, y apoyarme y quererme no nomás a mí sino a todo el equipo y que sean muchas más um, celebraciones contigo I love you so much you and your wonderful family love you Angie
0: Angelica estoy orgullosamente de ser tu, tu tocaya soy Angelica Sotelo vengo desde Costa Mesa. estoy aquí desde las 6 de la mañana aquí apoyándote y estoy orgullosamente de ti porque te quiero y te amo y, y tú eres una de mis guerreras y chingona Arriba Angélica María.
1: Angélica. Uh, está bien. Perfecto.
0: Happy birthday, birthday to you. Cha, cha cha cha. Happy birthday to you. you.
1: Cha cha cha. Happy birthday, birthday, birthday Angélica vale. vale. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to, to, you. to you. Perfecto. Cha, cha, cha. ¿Cómo te llamas, amiga?
0: Ah, uh, me llamo Yolanda Franco y le quiero decir feliz cumpleaños, Angélica Vale y le deseo todo lo mejor y estoy contentísima por esta estrella. Porque ella es una estrella, Daniela.
1: Daniela, ¿qué le quieres decir, Angélica? Oh,
0: que estoy muy orgullosa de ella y que la sigo desde chiquita. Ay, perfecto. Sí, <risa> gracias,
1: amiga. ¿Cómo te llamas? Hola,
0: mi nombre es Rosalba y quiero desearle muchas felicidades, bendiciones, felicidades por su estrella y gracias por la invitación.
1: Gracias, adelante.
2: <risa> ah, soy Luis de Moreno Vale.
0: ¡Felicito!
1: <risa> <risa> Un abrazo, bueno, amigo. Bueno, es que, ¿no? Sí, nos hablas. A ver, pues, di algo, pues. Pues... No, no, no,
2: pues felicidades, ya sabes, aquí estamos apoyándola como siempre, y este, y pues ahorita que la vayamos a ver, y este, pues. Uh, Lo mismo de siempre, pues,
0: felicidades, felicidades. No,
2: No,
1: ahorita (laughs) le va a dar tanto gusto verla, gracias, Luisito. Gracias, ahí te vemos.
2: Happy birthday, Vale, from Lisa, Hebe, Olga, Mario, we'll see you soon, and Jesse, we love you.
1: Thank you. Como te llamas? Soy Ana
0: del Aire. Y te quiero desear un feliz cumpleaños, vale. Te adoro. Besos. Angélica. Angélica López. Mis felicitaciones son para Angélica Vale, una gran actriz, una gran conveniente, una gran mujer y que siga cocheando muchos éxitos que se los merece.
1: Gracias, amiga.
0: Felicidades, Angélica. ¿Cómo te llamas? Eli.
1: Okay. ¿Eli de qué ciudad?
0: Eh, los Ángeles.
1: Perfecto. Te
0: llamo Lisa Espadilla y te amamos, vale. Y feliz cumpleaños. Gracias.
1: Bye. ¿Quieren.? ¡Ay! ¿Cómo
0: estás, amiga? pues Angélica, te deseo lo mejor, ahora sí que eres un orgullo y y estamos ahora sí que encantados de lo que te está pasando, de los logros que estás teniendo. Pues muchas, o sea, que estoy yo agradecida porque te pude conocer en persona, que eres una persona muy amable, totalmente, una persona llena, llena de amor. Muchas felicidades y que cumplas muchos años más también.
1: Feliz cumpleaños. Yes. Muchísimas felicidades, te queremos mucho. Te hemos escuchado en la radio. Muchas gracias por entretenernos a tu mañana. Muchas gracias por cada mañana. <laughs> Muy bien merecido. Angélica,
0: ya sabes que te quiero, te adoro, te llamo. Te deseo lo mejor. Felicidades en tu estrella, mi amor. Que Dios te bendiga todos los días y felicidades, amor, beso y mucha, mucha paz. Te quiero de todo mío.
1: Oh, thank you, I love you,
2: sweetheart. Soy Lili Salcedo y te quiero felicitar por este gran logro que has tenido. Yo soy una gran fan tuya de tu mamá y muchas invitaciones y muchas bendiciones.
0: Hola vale, soy Mari Carmen. Um, te deseo un feliz cumpleaños. Ya sabes um, #AngieCumple37. <laughs> wink wink. <laughs> um, La verdad
2: gra- gracias por la invitación aquí y que cumplies muchos muchos años más. Ya sabes tu fan de, cor- heart, de corazón aquí siempre va a estar. Hi, Angie, this is Nelly from Santana. Um, just want to wish you a happy birthday. Mucho éxito. Todo lo que te está pasando, te lo mereces. Eres una fregona. And we love you.
0: Woo!
1: Gracias por escuchar Echale Podcast. If you made it this far, I ask of you one thing. If this podcast made you think, reflect, or enter an existential crisis, then share it with me on social media. Nothing would make me happier than knowing that these stories had a real impact. Nos vemos el próximo martes with more stories and más chisme. This was Echale Podcast.